New research suggests that companies that have adopted a four-day work week have found productivity and mental health benefits for its employees, as well as a reduction in the number of hours actually needed to produce the same amount of work. Could this be a solution to employee burnout? Coming up next on Today in Tech. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Today in Tech. I'm Keith Shaw. Joining me on today's show is Lucas Mirian. He is a senior reporter for Computer World. Welcome to the show, Lucas. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, so you've got an article on on Computer World uh, this week uh, that was showcasing the latest research around the four-day work week. And this has been like a long-term project, right? This is a six-month project, and it's extended beyond that. Um, But there was some news this week um, that was kind of surprising about the number of work uh, hours that are actually needed to get the same amount of work done. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about the project and sort of um, the goals of what what they're trying to uh, accomplish? Yeah, so this organization called Four Day Week Global, it's a nonprofit that's been basically piloting different programs in Europe and the United States and Canada. And this latest one involved the United States and Canada, and it was a six-month program that ended back in February. And uh, what it did was it allowed companies to pare down their work days to four and hours. wasn't always the same when it started. Uh, it to see whether they could actually get the same productivity in four days as they could in five, while also doing things like, uh, you know, improving re- employee retention, uh, um, flexibility, uh, positive attitudes, uh, that's those sort of things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the results were all pretty darn positive. So when it ended in February, they decided six months after they were going to go back and resurvey all those companies and see if anything else had changed. And what they found out was, so when the study started, companies were requiring employees to work 38 hours a week. By the end of the study, they were down to about 34 hours. Now they're down to 33 hours, right around there. So they've even reduced hours more. So they're getting closer to that 32 hour mark, which would be a true 40, uh, a true four day week. Well, not only, yeah, it would be a four day, eight hours rather than like, I think most people, when they think of uh four day work week, you're, you're adding hours to sort of still get to that 40 hour or, you know, the 38 to 40 hour uh, work week. Um, if you could get to a four day work week with 32 hours, like that's really impressive, right? Yeah. And, and in today's world, especially in knowledge workers uh, where it's, it's really hard to, bring in and retain knowledge workers. There's a dearth of, uh, of, of resources out there. And in fact, in technology, I think the um, uh, unemployment rate is around 2.6% as opposed to, actually, no, it's, I think it's even lower than that. I have to look at the numbers, as opposed to the general unemployment rate of 3.6%. So it's, it's even harder when it comes to knowledge workers. Okay. And, and, the, the, and the company that, or the, it's like a nonprofit that's, that's running this, it's like called four day work week or something like that, right? 40, four day work yeah, week global. Called four day week. And, and they're, they're doing this because their, their goals are not to just sort of, you know, allow companies or employees to have a three day weekend every week. Uh, they are really looking to explore the idea of how much work how much work does a person need to do? Can you explain sort of like some of the the, the, the higher level goals rather than just trying to create a, a you know a long weekend for everybody? Yeah, so the goals were uh, the point of the, the the study, like I said previously, was yeah. to see if you get the same amount of work done in less time, and they were able to achieve that in a number of different ways. 
a lot of it was just people waste a lot of time with inefficient applications. So they went back and they probably revamped some of those applications to make them more efficient. They cut out time in in, in non-productive meetings or they'd shorten the meeting. So instead of having an hour long meeting to talk about something, they bring it down to half an hour. That's just an example, not you know standard for what they did. Um, things like that. So they were reducing kind of wasted time that employees spent doing absolutely nothing. Uh, I kept thinking of office space when the guy in the end says, you know, to be honest, I do about 15 minutes of hard work every week. Right, you know? right. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of it, as we all know, a lot of our day can be used in unproductive things uh, because there's a lot of efficiencies within the workplace. So it make them hone, uh, really focus people on on their jobs instead of all these tertiary duties that they sometimes have. Yeah, it, it, it almost feels like it's, it's because of things like that movie Office Space where, you, you know, you're sitting in a cubicle all day and you've got technology now like the internet and you've got some distractions about, you know, you could just sort of read a website or you could, you know, you're, and your email is constantly sort of pinging you and you feel like, you know, is that my job now where I'm just sitting in a computer wasting my time away, just, you know, answering emails and attending meetings, especially now with Zoom meetings, um, you're still, you're sitting in a cube probably watching a Zoom meeting rather than just getting up and going into, uh, you know, like a boardroom area. Um, it, yeah. it does feel like the, the office work experience has been padded so much with a lot of these distractions. Um, and so they're saying that they're forcing sort of, sort of employees and companies into really thinking about condensing that and getting your work done in a shorter amount of time, right? Yeah, not just the companies, but the employees themselves, because one of the things they measured was self-reporting by employees who actually said, I think it was 57% saw an increase in their uh, ability to uh, produce versus compared over over their entire lifetime. I don't know why they use that standard, but it said any job you've ever held. Uh, the four-day work week actually increased their ability to do more work. And half said they also felt like they were more in control of their schedules. So right there, that tells you that the company was probably eating up their time with things that were unnecessary. And when they gave them that time back, they said, now I can use this time more productively. Do you, do you think that there might be bosses that would look at this study uh, and go, well, you know, if, if, if productivity can go up with a four day work week, well, then we'd be even more productive if we just extended that to a fifth day. Do you think that that would work if 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 they learned the lessons about how to minimize meetings and things like that? Why not just minimize meetings but still do it as a five day work week? Like how much of the the four day versus five day is 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 at effect here? Isn't it more about just sort of reducing the inefficiencies? Uh, well, it's a Musk esque kind of attitude. I don't know if that would ever go over well. It's a Musk Musk like nice <laughs> Musk like yes. Uh, yeah, actually, you, you'd be killing uh, the goose that laid the golden egg, I think, with that. I, don't, I, I haven't seen any data to show that they're going, aha, you know, we've got you guys working more efficiently and wasting less time. We're going to stick another day in there and see if we can get even more out of you. Because a, a big, probably the biggest part for at least some of the companies that did answer the, uh, the surveys were that they, they had far better employee retention over the six-month period. It rose significantly. And employees were simply happier um, other numbers, seven in 10 employees experienced reductions in burnout, while 40% uh, felt less stressed on a four-day week. Can you imagine then adding a fifth-day week and, and intensifying the amount of work they would do? I, I can only imagine it would, it would be disastrous for the company. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point because you, you, 
you know, I think we, we keep we keep forgetting that um, the study is looking at the same amount of work. So it's not like they're asking people to get more work done in four days. Um, they're yeah. saying the same level. So if you took that same level of, all right, I can get all of my work done in 33 hours. And then you said to them, well, now we're going to give you 40 hours. Um, you right. would you would take that and you would almost stretch it out. You would say, well, now what am I going to do with those extra seven hours? I'm doing the same amount of work. Um, and that's where you get things like, you know, scrolling the internet and maybe having some meetings and walking around the building and doing some other things. Um, I, I, I think that that's what bosses might be forgetting that it's not like they were asking people to do more work. They were just asking people to do the same amount of work and seeing if it could be done in four or five days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and things, ancillary things probably added to it as well because Things that are harder to measure, like negative emotions and um, physical and mental health, uh, fatigue, um, actually sleep problems was another thing they asked about, anxiety. All of that fell significantly, like up to 60% in some cases. Anxiety fell for like 40% of the employees who were who were uh, surveyed. So that makes the worker a, a better worker. Yeah. About just the efficiency, they're more tuned in, they have better sleep, uh, they're more focused when they're doing their jobs. Yeah, I, I want to sure, I want to throw some stats to you just to let you know. We did a, a survey on our YouTube channel. Uh, it's it's one of the new things that we can do on on the channel where we ask poll questions and we asked our, our readership or our viewership what would they prefer? Would they prefer a four day week uh, or a five day week? And I actually spelled it out like with a four day week you're working nine to ten hours a day to get to that sort of forty, and then for a five day week. Uh, you know, it's again, seven to eight hours a day. Uh, and again, it was overwhelming. 81% of the, of the respondents said they would prefer this four day week, even if it meant working longer during those, those four days, you know, the nine to 10 hours. Um, I, I found that interesting because sometimes I do prefer sort of spreading out over the five days. Um, if, if it means that I can then sort of do some other things with the rest of my life. Um, do, do these numbers surprise you or is, or is you think that that sort of falls in line that like, why are employees sort of preferring a four day approach? Is it just because of that fifth, that fifth day you get off? I, I think that's part of it, but it's also about your lifestyle since the pandemic. Um, you, you're used to doing, you, you have things in your personal life that you have to take care of. And oftentimes you don't have a lot of time. You got used to having that flexibility to be able to do it, mm-hmm. whether it was, you know, taking the dog to the groomers or, you know, shopping for a car or whatever you had to do on your personal time. It gives you that personal time back that you had during the pandemic when everybody was completely remote and you'd slip out to do something for an hour, uh, go grocery shopping, whatever it is you needed to do during the day yeah. and still get the job done. But you were parsing that out over a week. So it was less um, structured than it is now. And that's another thing that we're seeing apart from this study is that companies are starting to ask, uh, they're starting to more be more structured about the number of days that they want employees to come back to the office, typically Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, versus whatever days you want to come in. Uh, there's a huge jump in that. And there's a number of uh, studies that also show that companies are starting to require people to come back to the office. Like, yeah. really hammered down because they they like uh the um interaction they like the the corporate uh, culture that's created from that and the collaboration that happens with that 
Yeah, what's what's interesting too is that it, it does feel like there's a there's a, almost like a conf, a conflict between um, the you know if if we were going to do this four day work week approach where you have to have sort of like highly concentrated focus time periods where you can get your work done because again you're condensing the time from sort of forty hours to that thirty two uh, it, yeah. it feels like you're going to require these these workers to sort of be in the moment and working which conflicts with sort of the other end of the table, which is, oh, I've got a flexible, I, you know, within the eight hours or nine hours that I'm working today, I can sort of, I can get some errands done. I could go down downstairs, do the laundry. Um, it, it does feel like you're, you wouldn't be able to do that sort of flexibility if you were in a 30, you know, get all of your work done in 32 hours approach. Do, has there been any research to this? Maybe this is the next thing they research. Uh, you know, where the four hour, uh, the four day work week works better in an office scenario versus a hybrid scenario or a remote scenario. Have you seen any data around that? I, I have. Yeah, you can't. I haven't. I haven't seen yeah. that. I, I do know. I want to mention this other thing. I don't want to go off the track here, but it was it was kind of an interesting uh, sidebar that they asked how much money it would require for people to go back to their jobs but five days a week and the answers were actually kind of funny like a third of them said 25 26 to 50 percent more pay 12 <laughs> i know right 12 percent that it would require more than 50 percent and more than one in ten said no amount of money would induce them to go back to work five days after they'd worked a four-day week that's how much they love that. Wow. So it's really, it's really just about that extra day sort of off and, you know, feeling like you can get it all done in that four days. That's, that's really impressive. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, people feel very strongly about this once they get a taste of that four day week. And the companies, 100% of the companies that took part in this experiment, there were a couple that out of 61, that said they were considering going back to a five-day week. But then I think even those flipped, and it's 100% now, they're all staying with the four-day work week because they're they're seeing the positive results from it. Yeah, and and this doesn't necessarily work for all sorts of employees, too. Uh, it does feel like if you're like a retail establishment, you've got frontline workers that, you know, you need sort of people that can deal with customers on whenever you're open, you know, and uh, construction workers, for example, that are on a, on a project, it's not like they can sort of adopt a four day work week. There's probably tons and tons of other jobs. It does feel like these are sort of traditional, you know, office space type workers that are in a cube and things like that. But you had an interesting quote in the story from there was another skeptic of this uh, and he was running a department of, of software developers, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Do you remember uh, what what did he say in terms of where where he was skeptical cuz he brought up the point that creative types might not like something like this. Right. So one of the issues with a 4-day work week with uh, a knowledge worker in in some cases cuz there were a lot of most of the companies here that were in the study were knowledge-based companies. Um, but he said, you know, if you're somebody who's creative, let's say that you're a a coder, a, mm -hmm. a software coder. Yeah. And you get together with a bunch of workers and you don't really get the idea that you want in that context. But Thursday night, you come up with something. Well, now you can't come in on Friday. You've got a four day work week. It, it curtails that ability to work uh, as lightning strikes, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. to speak. Yeah, so but, they, but these people aren't getting paid by the hour. They could, they could just if 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 lightning struck on Thursday night, they could just do right. that, right? They could, you know. But I guess that defeats the the point of the of the experiment, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's just an example he was giving me. Is yeah. that he was what if it strikes on Thursday night? But he's saying it could happen anytime. It could happen during the during the evening, and you might want to work during the evening. I mean, I'm not bragging. Sometimes I work at night. It just it's I come I come and sit at my desk and I decide to work on the story for the next day. So right that I done early. Um, and having uh, reduced hours, it's not just the four day week, but it's also the reduced hours. He thinks can hinder that. Okay. Uh, and and yeah. uh, would would it interfere with sort of collaboration types of approaches if you uh, you know work on a lot a, a team a lot if if you're you know individual worker versus sort of working together on a team if you're collaborating a lot and you suddenly now you've been reduced to this sort of four hour thirty two hours a week um, you might get a sense of if the the collaboration would go away because everyone in the group is like I don't have time to collaborate I don't have time to work because I just got to get all my individual stuff done uh, could you see that sort of interrupting the flow of this four day work week? Well, that was the other thing you yeah. brought up is a lot of these projects are based on collaboration with other employees. And if you feel pressured not to spend a lot of time in a meeting, then yeah, that, he's saying it could also affect it. Again, this was only one person I talked to who was in a technology field that felt like his the employees would have a more difficult time spending time collaborating and then possibly being creative after the fact because you've got a more limited number of hours. However, a Gartner study showed that there are there are many ways of implementing uh, a four day week, yeah. a four day work week. And you don't have to do it just if, if you condense the hours, but you can also change up the days. So let's say you are a frontline worker, you switch schedules out. So mm -hmm. you have a person work that would typically be working on Tuesday, you have them work on Wednesday, give them Tuesday off, that sort of thing. So it doesn't have to just be reduction of hours. You could also move the days around. Right, right. And and we had someone on our show that was in, uh, experimenting with a four-day work week as well. And they started with sort of four 10-hour days to get to that 40. And they found that the people the, the workers didn't like that so then they moved they, they moved back to a five but they went four they went four nines so it was then 36 and then they did a half day on friday um so yeah. that you were out by noon uh, or one and and basically that that was the approach that this company enjoyed because you're not putting so much pressure on them during the because 10 hours is a long time if you think about it it's you know if, if you're if you're eight to six that's 10 hours um without any breaks you know and so and then it goes eight to seven if you're allowing for like an hour um, for lunch and things like that. So it, it does seem like the four tens are, does seem a little bit tougher to do. Um, but again, it's the, it's the flexibility. And I think most people would do it to get that extra time off at the end of a week. Yeah. And that's, that's really what you're trying to avoid is this worker fatigue. So if all you're doing is increasing the number of hours, but reducing the number of days, you're going to see an uptick in, in worker fatigue and stress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was that last thing you're saying? Really defeating the purpose yeah. of going to work week in the first place is it's about being more efficient, allowing workers more flexibility, giving them more time off to relax, uh, to enjoy life and be happier when they are working. Yeah. Dur during the course of the study, did you find out if whether or not technology can play a role in this? Like, is you know, can... Uh, you know, whether it's additional apps or different types of apps or eliminating apps. I mean, I've, I've read some stories where the average knowledge worker now has like six or seven or 
even 10 different apps that they have to sort of constantly always check in um, just to communicate. For example, we've got Zoom teams, Slack, email, texting if we want to. Like it does, you know, that was part of the, the burnout issue too, is that you felt like you're just constantly being checked on or checking in on other people. Absolutely. I mean, I, I probably as a reporter have a minimum of five different platforms that people like to video conference me on. Some of them work with my monitor, others don't. I have to open up my laptop just to talk to them. Um, but but even beyond that, we, we've all experienced kludgy applications that just just waste time, um, whether it's I, in, in, I know I've worked with uh, reimbursement applications, you know, um, expense reimbursement applications that take forever yeah. uh, to, to manage. And it's, it's, and you feel like saying to people, boy, you really don't care about my time because you're using this disastrous application to try to do what should be a fairly simple task. You're wasting my time. I can waste a half an hour on this stupid task that should be done in minutes. So uh, that was absolutely part of the study. These companies were forced to um, uh, retool some of these applications, cut back on some applications or consider more efficient ones. Right. And and that's and that's an excellent point, too. It's not just about sort of eliminating meetings. It's almost like look at all of your processes and say, where the heck is all this waste coming from? How much time are employees spending, uh, for example, filling out an expense report or submitting an invoice or I could, you know, submitting your vacation time through some sort of HR type app. Those are just three off the top of my head, but I'm sure we can think of others. Is this a case where software automation, I don't want to say artificial intelligence, but I'm sure that's where we're going to go. But is there some sort of like automation thing that could help relieve that for a lot of these? And, and, you know, maybe companies are, are, have looked at that. Absolutely. And their companies are, are more than half of all companies have deployed some form of recent AI because it does just that. A lot of the times it's in human resources applications. For example, I talked to a company, rolled out an AI platform on HR that allowed you to schedule time off. You just told it the days that you wanted it off. It cleared your schedule. It submitted the request. It put it on your calendar. It did all that for you. So you didn't have to go in there like most of us have to do. I know I have to do and make sure that my calendar is updated, that I have an out of office message on my email. Yep. Um, my schedule is cleared for that time. It did it all for them. And yeah. many people loved it. So AI is, uh, to use uh, Microsoft's term, and I think it's a good term. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. It's a co-pilot. All right. So it's, it oh, doesn't boy. take all the responsibilities off of you, but it really truly is just an assistant. Uh, to come alongside and make things easier. And we're going to see more and more of that as time goes on. Will some jobs be eliminated by it? Yes. Uh, I think more so than like in the Industrial Revolution where you had machines that that took away a lot of manual labor, but then you had people who had to maintain the machines and the growth and productivity required more workers as well. That's probably not the case here, but I also don't think it's just going to eliminate jobs across the board so much as it is going to create more opportunities for more effective 
Wow. Yeah. Did, did the, the latest news, did it surprise you in terms of companies that um, not only continued their uh, experiment with the four-day work week, you know, because again, it was a six-month project. Um, yeah. Most of these companies could have just gone back at the end of the six months and said, yeah, we're, you know, it was a great experiment. We're going to go back to what was working before. Um, so did it surprise you that how many companies continued and then also that they found further reductions in the amount of time uh, that it took to get the same amount of work done. I looked at that two different ways. Okay, so yeah. when I first saw that, I said to myself, "Okay, you know what's going to happen if you go back to a five-day work week? You're really going to tick off a lot of employees, and you may have a lot of attrition due to that. And, right. And at time there's a dearth of talent. You don't really want to do that. But then when I saw the further reduction in the amount of time that employees are on the clock, uh, that made me think, no, they really are finding efficiencies that help workers." Uh, to be more productive and more efficient in what they do. What's, so yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting too, is like, I wonder if the reduction in the number of hours that they were allowing gave some employees maybe motivation to become more efficient themselves. Like if they actually, <laughs> it's almost like if, what if you extended this and said, could you now get your, the same amount of work done in three days or three and a half days? Would that motivate enough employees with that extra time where they could be so, quote unquote off? Um, I, again, I guess it depends on the, the, the type of business and, and how you're measuring what is work. Like, like what is my work? Is it, is it that I have to do two videos a week and I have to then, you know, or is it something like, you know, with you as a reporter, you have to do, you know, a certain number of stories per week, right? Like, so that's sort of how your productivity is managed, right? Yeah. Or if you're a sales, all right, let's go to sales because most people probably have salesmen. Like, is it just a matter of hitting a certain number of sales per week? And if you get it done in three days, like, let's just, although sales are motivated by different people too. I mean, they're motivated by money. Yeah, quotas yeah. obviously are going to make it more difficult. And I can only talk as a journalist, yeah. but um, definitely it would be it's, it's but you know what now uh, uh, Fridays, most people don't go into the office anyways, I work from home. Um, I, I think again, there there is a problem and it was brought up by the critic that uh, some knowledge workers may struggle with this because in order to meet a quota, you're you have to be self-motivated you have your own goals that you have to uh you know you're not being monitored all the time they're just expecting you to hit those goals so however you have to hit them yeah. you've got um i'm required to write a certain number of stories a week and i like to write and that's why sometimes i will come in and i'll write at night or i'll ping people via email early in the morning or late at night and just wait for the response the next day um but you don't feel like so this is a quota for you right you mean the number of art articles yeah. or like you don't feel that that's sort of a, a an artificial limit that's been put on you like you could probably go over if you found enough um sources and material and ideas you would go over that that limit if you could right oh i and i do yeah I know, often go right more um yeah it all depends what i get when i get yeah. back from so I, I, I guess would, the point I'm trying to make would be it depends on the company and how they measure productivity is the biggest the yeah. biggest idea. And, and I think depending on the industry, you either have a good idea of what measures productivity or you don't. Yeah, I mean, obviously, a big part of it is going to be revenues. You know, it did the revenues dip during yeah. this four day work. And, you know, that's that's the baseline for most companies, I would suspect. It's not as much measuring 
how much work gets done, but how many revenue, how much revenue is coming in from that work. Yeah. Do, so, you, do you think that this could, this could, with this downward trend that we could see go, continue sort of from the four day to a three day, or does it get, is there a point where it gets a little ridiculous with the, the number of days? I'm looking forward to the day like Wally, we're all just in space on a space station <laughs> drinking cold drinks and we don't have to move. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I don't think it'll, I honestly don't think it's going to continue to, you know, reduce and reduce and reduce. I think this is a, it's a great experiment in Europe and a lot of countries, as we know, in Europe already have four day work weeks. They give more, they're more lenient with the time off that they give to people, especially around special uh, occasions in their lives, like births. Yeah. That's what, uh, the United States, because it's so focused, hyper focused on capitalism, we're the fast, we're the, I'm sorry, not fast follow, we're the slow followers in this. You know, we're, we're the ones just now coming around to this idea that we can maybe get things done in a four day work week that other um, that other countries have already found. Yeah, that, that's a that's a fascinating part of the of the discussion as well is culturally um, Americans have are always felt like that if they don't work a 40 hour week that they're somehow that they'll be tagged lazy or they'll, you know, they'll lose their job because they're, you know, and there, and there's, there's clock watchers out there. It's like, did I, did I fulfill my contract of eight hours, you know, this week, even if I'm a knowledge worker where they're not tracking hours. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's from a cultural perspective as an American, it's very hard for me to sort of try to adopt a European lifestyle because if I did, I'd be like, well, I'd be branded a, you know, as a lazy person. In my mind, well, you know, well, it's interesting. I remember years back when I visited Spain and they had the siestas in the afternoon and they just all of a sudden all the shops just close up. I remember I was kind of shocked about that. And I was like, what's going on? This? Well, it's siesta time. And I think it's called siesta. If I remember right. Yeah. And they're closed for like three, four or five hours. And then they open up in the evening to do some business. But they've got a different mentality. Their focus is on enjoying life. And, and and that doesn't mean they're lazy. It, it it means that they they find other things a little more important than just being behind a desk all day or behind a counter all day. Um, and, and it's important for your mental and physical health. Yeah. And if a worker is more mentally and physically healthy, they're going to do a better job at work. Um, I think that's kind of the baseline to all of this: is that you have happier employees who are more productive, and COVID blew the whole concept out of the water that if you allowed workers to work from home or gave them more flexible hours, you would not, your revenues would dip somehow. Somehow you would lose in sales or whatever yeah. because companies actually thrived. We, the economy did better in a lot of circumstances uh, during the pandemic. Right, so right. It, it forced people to change their thinking about that. Do, do you think this this group is going to continue sort of this, the, these projects and or, you know, are they going to continue to observe this six months from now or do they sort of start a new project with a bunch of new companies or maybe different industries? They'll, they'll do both. They'll yeah. continue to do pilots and they'll continue to monitor the, the companies that have uh, already participated in these pilots because they're interested to see if they can sustain this over a long period of time. Yeah. All right. Fascinating stuff. Thanks, Lucas, for joining us on the show today. Absolutely. That's all the time we have for today's episode. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel, add any comments below. Thank you for voting on our, our little mini poll a couple days ago. And uh, join us uh, each week for new episodes of Today in Tech. I'm Keith Shaw. Thanks for watching.